And welcome everybody to episode 34, I believe it is today. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh, of the ADV podcast. Wrapping them up have quite the show for you today it's very jam-packed there's been a lot <laughs> i feel like we start this every show like that it's really important you didn't say it's a really important episode this time well it's a very jam-packed there are episode. over five thousand. wow what's going on here who are homeless we're <laughs> we are running ads in the background apparently tech okay guys we're so youtube has forced the new streaming platform on us uh, and behind the scenes, it's a little, it's a little, a little bit difficult. So uh, I doubt we're going to have any real problems. But if we do, it's because of YouTube. Well, anyway. Also, it's a solution for Southern California homelessness that yeah, we now support apparently. in the background. Anyway, let us uh, begin with, of course, the, the what's new, where we talk about what's new specifically in China. And boy, do we have a bunch of things which are new. Yeah. So as the, as the resident music expert, I'll start uh, with some really good news, guys. You guys know that Cardi B, uh, her number one single right now, WAP, uh, if you haven't seen Ben Shapiro's video on that, you can learn a lot about that song. Mm. You might be surprised to see that this very, very popular song is dropped to number two Do you know on what's... the iTunes charts. Okay, uh, now bear in mind that the, the way these charts are operated is by downloads, right? Yeah. So, the number one is Take Down the CCP. By Miles Cole, that billionaire dude. We didn't make this up. This is real. This is absolutely real. So let me give you some preface. This is a, this is a song mm-hmm. called Take Down the CCP, and I guess he hired a couple musicians to rap over a track. Yeah. Now, it's it's not a YouTube video. It's like an iTunes track, sure. right? And it is number one on the charts in the U.S. for downloads. But I went on the actual iTunes, like in the app, the mm-hmm. iTunes app, and it's not. It's not like, it's not okay. there. But when you go and Google it, if you Google like iTunes charts, right? Yeah. It, it's on there. It's number one. It's between number one and 10 on all, all different charts, basically. Yeah. And how did this happen? I'm assuming a hell of a lot of advertising. Probably. Yeah. He's a billionaire. Yeah. But the funny thing is somebody went and took the, um, we're not playing the music because of a copyright strike. Mm. We'll definitely get hit. But someone, you know, that Wuhan pool party that they did. Um, somebody went and actually put the take down the CCP music uh, to this. It's hilarious. <laughs> so you guys, you guys, for some context, this is the this is Wuhan. This is where it's coronavirus. Yeah, this started. is where the coronavirus came from. This is like their celebratory propaganda party about like everyone's everyone's back to normal, and they jammed all these people into here and had like musical performance in a giant pool. Yeah, it's a little tasteless to me, <laughs> um, and it's a huge middle finger to the rest of the world. It's like look yeah. at us celebrate, but. Mm-hmm. I, I find it hilarious that someone took take down CCP and put it over this. this. So we yeah. put a we put a, a link in the yeah. description. People are saying it's it's fake. Yeah, the the music video is not this. Somebody no, no. put the track to this. Yes, yes, yes. The DJ um, fake. Obviously, anyway, can, yeah. Go on the description and listen to it. It's basically goes take down the, the CCP and then it has take. some raps and stuff. It's a very long song. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. It's like super troll. Yeah, yeah. So we think that's funny as all hell. So I just can't believe it's number one on downloads. That's insane. Yeah. You know, the yeah. amount of advertising money Miles must have put behind. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's the only way to beat them, really, eh? to be honest, is mm. to get the message out there is to spend money. Anyway, I'm trying to skip past all I this. wish we could play some excerpts because it's hilarious with this, with this video. Yeah, but, but we've got the link down below. We can't see. afford to lose any more advertising money if this does get monetized. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. yeah. Cool. So uh, while a little bit more of that plays off in the background, um, I just wanted to say how you know, irresponsible it was for everyone to have this pool party. But, you know, oh, it's put on by the government. Obviously, mm-hmm. in China, they have the QR codes. We said this last time. So mm-hmm. everybody that went into that specific 
pool party thing would have had to have recently had a COVID test, <clears throat> passed the test, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be allowed in there. That's right. But, you know, it is pretty damn irresponsible. Anyway, yeah. uh, the next thing that's kind of interesting, when does this end? This is like the perpetual oh, video. Okay. This this is all up to you to, to okay. talk about. This is... I'm not going to like go on a tangent about this. I mm. just think this is interesting. So there's this DC Comics thing. They're yeah. doing this project where they're going to put out a book and it's going to have like influential women. It's mm. not their choice. They like hire artists to do a spotlight for a page, a page mm. or two, right? So it's like either a comic or it's a whatever. Yeah. And they hired a bunch of these female artists to highlight women. So you have Wonder Woman here. It's like basically all the Wonder Women in real life. Right. Sure. It's 18 phenomenal women who changed our world. Mm. So you have like Serena Williams over here, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, the classics. Yeah, absolutely. Women, women empowerment stuff. However, when I look more into it, I found mm -hmm. it very interesting that if you play a little bit, that mm -hmm. if I finish out and round out this list of, of Wonder Women, I kind of want you to notice one of these things. <laughs> I find this a little bizarre, okay? Mm -hmm. We got Beyonce on there. That's cool, right? Now go down. Shi mm -hmm. Zheng Li. Now, if you guys aren't aware, Shi Zheng Li is the lead scientist behind the Wuhan lab where coronavirus broke out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying she's a villain or anything, but she's the one that was studying the bats, right? Sure. She's the one that was going out there and, and speculatively mm -hmm. was actually testing this on people in Yunnan as well yeah. when she was out there hunting the bats. And I just don't understand with like, I, I feel like even if all this clears out and they do an investigation, which is never going to happen, China's never going to let this happen. Sure. And she's completely cleared of this. Do people want to see a comic about the coronavirus woman? Like the, I, I they know. call her Bat Lady in Chinese, right? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. not a derogatory thing. It's literally what, she, what they called her. Yeah. Uh, so this Emily XR Pan and Wendy Xu work together on this comic. I'm very interested to see why, why like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like this. Right after 9-11, they come out with a comic book, cele mm -hmm. maybe celebrating the firefighters or something right, like that, right, but like right afterwards, and it shows all like the destruction of the, the World Trade Centers or something. Mm -hmm. I think it's too fresh in people's minds that they're not going to want to read a comic about coronavirus, woman. Well, I, 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 think bizarre. I, I think I get it. I think this should be called the, the Wonder Women of Color history because i'm not seeing like mary curie or any of the the, the classics well it's the the artists you know? choose who they write about. oh is that what it is yeah. okay it's not dc so maybe they had to like reach and find people from you to know, represent different china. ethnic backgrounds and maybe. stuff so they had to find someone from maybe. china yeah. i think maybe that's part. i just think that's a very interesting person to choose yeah <laughs> it's a little on the anyway yeah right <laughs> I, I wouldn't have chosen her either yeah. uh anyway something else that's actually very hilarious over here in uh yeah that was less funny yeah as something hilarious let's get past this this little thing is this bloke okay mm. Liu Xiaoming <laughs> alright you guys the, are gonna love this he's the Chinese too. ambassador to the UK yeah. alright the problem with this guy is that well you know Twitter is blocked in China but it's a very effective tool that the Chinese government uses because they constantly spread propaganda and they also have their misinformation agents on Twitter Big time. Whenever someone, like, for instance, I'll post something on Twitter. I'll get tons of people saying, oh, you don't know what you're saying. I am a Hong Kong person. Meanwhile, they're writing with, like, traditional, uh, not traditional, Simple, simplified yeah. Chinese. They're like, you are saying wrong. I am Hong <laughs> a Hong Kong resident and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you get these misinformation agents that are on Twitter as well. But he obviously didn't realize that when you like a tweet, it goes out in public that you've liked a tweet. So... He liked a pornographic tweet. Right. 
it didn't stop there, but yeah. this is what sparked it all off. People yeah. are like, what the hell, Leo Summing, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, bro, why, why are you liking porn and your public CCP account? You know, it's Japanese porn is, right, uh, is what, you know, it's like a yeah. fetish thing with some sure. woman jerking a guy off with her feet. Right. But he liked it. And so it's there on his public profile. Okay. So that, that happened first. He also liked a bunch of anti-CCP stuff, which... And I'll explain this, okay? Yeah. So this one says, this is, keep in mind, look at this. I can't point at it, but like, yeah. if you look over here, it says likes, right? Yeah. If you go on, on there now, all of his liked tweets are gone. Yeah. But this has been archived and people took screenshots. Sure, sure. This one says, China has always adhered to the principle of, of making lip service to non-interference in internal affairs so they can murder their own people without <laughs> condemnation by the world. Free Hong Kong, free Manchuria, free Tibet, free, or free Mongolia, free the Uyghurs, free the Shan, overthrow the Taiyunta. Yeah. And he liked it. Yeah, he so, liked it. So this is the funniest part. I don't care. Like, my boy Leo wants to look at a little porn. Yeah. I don't care. Sure. That's fine. Obviously, he made a big screw yeah. up using a public account. Not, not only is Twitter banned in China, he used a Twitter account, which is endorsed by the CCP, but yeah. to like uh, porn, which is illegal in China. Sure, sure. But it's a bad luck. But he also did this. And the reason I think he did this... Uh, was to, to uh, bookmark it more yeah, or less. Yeah, to bookmark it so he could go back and, shit. and arrest the person's family in China <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. For tell, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to like this a pressure one. campaign yeah, on everyone exactly. back home. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, mm -hmm. the best part of this was I, I saw a bunch of this on uh, these screenshots, right? Yeah, yeah. And everyone within like minutes of this coming out were like, I'm predicting that China's going to say he got hacked right so what did china say let me get us out of the picture there um okay china released this official uh, statement you know on the embassy of the people's republic of china in the united kingdom of great britain and northern ireland they said <clears throat> recently some anti-china elements viciously attacked Amb ambassador liu xiaoming's twitter account and employed despicable methods to deceive the public the Chinese embassy strongly condemns such abominable behavior. <laughs> the Chinese em the embassy has reported this to Twitter company and urged the latter to make thorough investigations and handle this matter seriously. The embassy reserves the right to take further actions and hope the public will not believe or spread such rumor. Um, I, I gotta yeah. say this, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, everyone knew that they were going to say this was a hack, but that is either... Of two two theories, either the weakest hack of all time, like the most stoic, awesome, really gentle person. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna hack this. I have all this power at my fingertips. I have a CCP official account. Yeah, I can wreak havoc. Yeah, I can post Winnie the Pooh memes. I can do Tiananmen Square. So I can go ape, right? Yeah, but no. What am I gonna do? Like a porn post and then like a couple like retweets. Yeah, that's exactly. all. That's all they did. And then they, and then they, you know what they did? They gave his account back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you know the guy just isn't tech savvy, right? Of he just don't, didn't He's know. I didn't know when I first joined mm. Twitter that a lot of the stuff is public. So you know, I followed a bunch of dodgy accounts because I wanted to keep track of like who these people were and what they were saying. You say dodgy, not pornographic. No, like no, 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 no. Like, you know, some, both sides. Yeah, 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 some extremely alt-right and extremely alt-left accounts because I was keeping track of the political climate and people were sending me messages. Why are you following this guy? It's yeah. disgusting. I was like, oh, I didn't know people could see that. Right. So that obviously, matters. no, but it's, the thing is, I'm just saying that it's easy to slip up mm. like this. Mm. But the fact that it was just a like and not a post, like you say, if someone did hack his account, 
they could very much post something that sounded very legitimate from the government. Oh, dude, cause that's havoc. the that's the first thing. Imagine if yeah. anonymous got a hold of that, mm. or anyone. Like imagine mm. like a human rights advocate for like a, a Chinese dissident, a yeah. really powerful one. Yeah, they exist. There, there's mm. a lot of them. Yeah. Imagine if they got a hold of it, they would wreak havoc, dude. Yeah. They would be adding everybody. They would be tweeting at Hua Chunying and freaking yeah, everyone. Yeah, exactly. right? So yeah. this guy, I mean, obvious. I just thought that the response. They yeah. probably should have let it die. They they delete all the likes and stuff. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. But to cover their tracks, they probably shouldn't have put out an, a, a statement because you know it's funny. Yeah, they're urging Twitter, Twitter companies to, to have an investigation. Of this. Well, what do they get a fine? Yeah, would be like, well, he liked the porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. sorry. I just I love how the, they always have to go onto this some anti-China elements mm. saying vicious attacks, viciously attacked. How, okay. What's the attack? You like the porn post. You like a porn post is viciously attacking him yeah. and despicable methods to deceive the public. It's because <sighs> they are so used to viciously attacking and uh, deceiving the public that that's exactly the first thing they would go to. Um, but it, it just boggles my mind. I've got some advice for the Chinese embassy and in fact, all Chinese embassies around the world. Don't use Twitter. You've blocked it in China. Mm. It's not your thing. It's but a bad look for your own people. Yeah, just don't use it. You obviously don't know how. <laughs> and like, don't blame. I also, I think it's really, I think it's really bad because yeah. like, the the Chinese government really goes out of its way to say, no, we protect our citizens, and they 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 all admit that they have a censored internet to their populace. Oh yeah, right? yeah. But for me, it's a really bad look when your officials get to go on there. And yeah, mm -hmm. he's in the UK, the mm -hmm. embassy or whatever. But it looks really bad when you have your officials, especially in Beijing, they're publicly going on their Twitter accounts. What is the average, like, really intelligent Chinese person? Let's not say, like, a like a rando that's only on Weibo and only sure, speaks sure. Chinese. Let's say a smart, English-speaking, international Chinese person. Yeah. What do they think when they see this guy on freaking Twitter? I know. And they're like, I'm not allowed to use it, but this guy's allowed to look at porn. Yeah. It's not fair, right? <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. This is all over the news right now, mm -hmm. um, but we, we had to jump on it. It was, yeah. it was too delicious. Yeah, it was funny. And, oh, there's a... Mm -hmm. the, the other guy. What's the other guy? The wolf warrior dude. He, he'll come later. Okay. We'll talk about yeah, him yeah. later. We'll talk about him later. So, yes. Anyway, let's uh, move on to... Well, oh, we... Sorry. Yeah, a couple we got to do some super chats and then... Um, now, there's a problem is that no, YouTube told... updated their crap. Open the other thing. Dude. Oh. Your what other tab. Do? This? What is that going to do? I don't know. I can't... You can't do anything with that. All right. Never mind. Bear, um, bear with a... us, everybody. Yeah. Does it... Keep them entertained. I'll keep looking. Okay. Uh, I shall keep you entertained. Oh, I got it, I got it. You don't okay. need to. That's all, right. all you need is. Oh, man, you guys missed out on something. <laughs> <laughs> something great. You'll yeah. never know. Mm. Uh, Callahan's Johns. Guys, mm. thought you might be interested. Uh, there's a YouTube called Xiaoxi Kanshijie. is underrated. He makes funny videos about the CCP, and he's from mainland. Not a lot of people are talking about him. You know what's funny is actually I'm subscribed to him, and mm. I haven't watched his content. I think the other day someone sent it to me. Yeah, must So we'll check him out. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Ultimate LLC, US and Oz stand up uh, to CCP, but where's Canada at? Uh, yeah, Canada's, you know, Canada's taking a beating because of the Huawei thing. Yeah. They are actually... They are, they are doing I'm, things. I'm pretty proud of them sticking to their guns with the whole Huawei Princess Meng situation because Canada usually just bends over backwards for China, uh, kind of like Australia has. And well, we can't in this situation. They're beholden mm. to the US. Yeah. 
but I am this. I'm proud of them for sticking up to to the the Huawei thing. So I think a lot of it's, we'll talk a little bit about the, the European Union as well later. Yeah, it's not looking really good for China's international image right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. No, it's, especially after that that uh, the porn tweet. Uh, yeah, Jonathan exactly. Lau, I hope all is well with the wildfires. And I hope you aren't affected. I wonder how you see Brexit. It's a 2010s thing, but still. Uh, the other day, what was it yesterday, along, around the Long Beach area, the sky was, it was pretty orange. It wasn't as bad as like uh, yeah. the people were sending me up in freaking San Francisco. Yeah, no, it's Holy crazy crap. up there. crap. It was bad though, and it's, it's still super smoky outside. Yeah. So. I mean, I, it, it, it does seem very worrying, but when you live here, it's not that bad. You mm. know, it's only if you're in the evacuation areas that it is yeah. bad, obviously. We've got friends who are firefighters. It and does get bad though. They're super it's busy right, right now. now. Um, I do not envy them. No, I respect them so much. But just like everything else, the system's pretty good here. They send alerts. Like when there's a fire, you get an alert on your phone. Yeah. And it just says, you know, people in this area, in this area, you know, must evacuate or, yeah. you know, must be careful, etc. And uh, try not to have them. gender reveal parties. That's the uh, <laughs> the takeaway from do it, all this. Do it over Skype next time. Yeah. Or Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Live stream it. Indeed. Yeah. We got another question before we move on, and, and blow up this stuff in your own house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll do one more. Yeah, uh, this one's from India. Oh, what are you doing, bro? Sorry, I'm just getting our next clip ready. You know, um, Manas Singh. Mm -hmm. We are as rich as the West. This is tough, but my country, India, has to really stand up to China militarily, even inflicting casualties and salami slicing Chinese-held areas. Mm. I hope Serpent and Lao weigh in on this. Um, I've absolutely opposed any military intervention. I mean, like, I've, mm. I, war sucks, but I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, the salami slicing because what they do is they try to cut little, little salami slices each time. Yeah. By coming into Indian territory more yeah. and more. Of course, China says that India is going into China's territory. Whatever. We're not there. We don't know. There's a lot of saber rattling going on, mm. um, and uh, I, I just. It's, it's pretty obvious that China's trying its best around the South China Sea area and in the India incursion stuff that, mm. you know, they're Personal trying to expand. They're, they're expansionist. They're like the neo-colonialists, the Belt and Road Initiative, all this stuff. You know when, you and the UK, when the yeah. UK like conquered the world, that's kind yeah. of what China's trying to do. China's trying to methods. do that, yeah. Exactly. Despite you know, what they say. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our next section, which of course is our main section of the show, Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how China is trying to change your mind and trying to influence you, usually through underhanded means. Yeah. Usually. Usually. And today we've got a very serious thing to talk about because it uh, rings very true to us. Yeah. We've experienced this ourselves. We've, we have friends who have been um, affected by this. And this is this whole journalist spat that's going on with Australia. Okay. Now we have to start this out with a woman called uh, Cheng is it Cheng Liu? Cheng Lei. Cheng, oh, Cheng Lei. Sorry. Mm, yeah, my, my, my memory. Anyway, Cheng Lei is an Australian, but she's... Ethnically Chinese. Yeah, she's ethnically Chinese, and she was working for CGTN in Beijing. Yeah. CGTN, by the way, if you ever see anyone appearing on CGTN, usually means that they're under the thumb of the CCP. It is the usually. mouthpiece. No, always. Okay. <laughs> it is the mouthpiece of China. It's their... Sort of, they have the it's English, their English media. Yeah, it's their English media. So it's all about propaganda. It's all about, you know, fluff pieces about the, the government. And so she's like an anchor on there. And she's yeah. covered some very important events and things like that. She even has a little cooking show on there, you know. But basically, it's what happened popular. was, uh, yeah, August 14th, she got disappeared. Yeah. And this is what China does, the Chinese government. And it's this is the scary part. They will literally come and take you away. Yeah. All right. 
They don't have to charge you with anything. Nope. They can keep you in a black jail or in a like a hidden place or just <laughs> again under, to preface yeah. that doesn't mean a jail for black people. No. It means an illegal jail, yeah. not illegal, but off the books jail. Off the books jail. They can keep you in a black jail. They can keep you under house arrest. They can keep you in just a normal jail under detention, whatever, for up to six months before ever charging you with anything. You mm-hmm. know, like when Fang Bingbing, the famous actress, disappeared. Mm-hmm. She's like a world-class actress. Everybody knows her. She's the most high-profile person in the world. Bam, she went missing. For months, people didn't know what was going on with her. You know, finally, it turns out it was a tax evasion thing that they charged her with, etc. But the fact that even the highest-profile person in the whole of China, basically, can just go missing and nobody knows, shows you just how scary it is. So they disappeared her. and uh, nobody knew. None of her family or friends knew. No. Well, the and, accusation is that she yeah. threatened state security. Exactly. But it, but it died there. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know what's going to end up with this whole situation. Mm-hmm. But basically, all of the records of her ever working for CGTN were scrubbed off the CGTN website and off of all their you know profiles and Weibo and stuff. So she became a, like a, a non-existent person. Right. She right? could be in the Gothic jail right now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. So anyway, the thing is, um, the they did go ahead and charge her now with uh, something that would threaten China's national security, mm. which is <laughs> very blanket charge that happens all thing. the time. And that's why this national security law in Hong Kong is so worrying, because you see how it can be used arbitrarily. Oh, you yeah. Can, you don't know what it is. What did you do? What did she do? Maybe she made a tweet. Maybe she made a comment they didn't like. Maybe she said something on, who knows? Maybe she's a spy. I doubt it. But anyway, because she's an Australian citizen... Um, this leads everyone to believe that it's some kind of retaliation to the way um, Australia That's has right. been treating Australia China. Australia and China are the relations have never been this sour. It's it's come to a head, mm. and we are actually skeptical it ever get to this point. But it's really come to a head. It really has, and been. it's all this. <clears throat> if you don't mind me segueing into the the actual yeah, part, yeah, sure. Because of all this, um, we're led to believe that this is the reason all Australian journalists have left, right? Mm. But it goes deeper than that. And there's a really cool clip that uh, from one of the last journalists to leave about his story. It makes it much more interesting to find out like the circumstances of him leaving. Sure, sure. Should we play it? We will. We will play it. Um, let's just yeah. Let's just play it. Sure. All right. So give give me a second to figure all the junk out over here. Yeah, disappear. We're going to play it and uh, listen. We can just go away. It was a whirlwind week where, to me, this kind of came out of nowhere. Last Monday, I got a call uh, advising me that I needed to leave China immediately. This was the Australian officials, and they'd received some sort of a warning or advice. They never specified what, but they said, our, our advice is for you to get out quick smart, which is not easy during COVID. Well, Bill Bertels was preparing to take that official advice when things escalated anyway. Here he is on how. And then sure enough, at midnight on the Wednesday, uh, six uh, state security police plus a translator were at my door in Beijing, not to detain me, but to inform me that I'm involved in a national security investigation, that there's an exit ban placed on me and I'm not allowed to leave the country. I know her, but not particularly well. It didn't really seem like I would be the most logical person to interrogate if you wanted evidence about her case. So they did ask me about that. They also asked me about Hong Kong national security law. And when I report on that, what sort of channels do I go to to get my information? There was also a bit of back and forth about the general Australia-China relationship. You just got the general sense from the whole process that this was all part of a bigger political game. And myself and uh, Mike Smith, the other journalist, we were simply 
small pawns in a much bigger dispute. Okay, guys. So we're chilling out with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the chick we're talking yeah. about. This is uh, Chung Lei. Mm -hmm. So she she got disappeared, and now she's being you know whatever charged with the national security thing. But every other Australian journalist who was there as a journalist under a journalist visa, only two of them left, by the way. They got told in the middle of the night by the security forces. Well, first they got warned by their own government that something might happen, but then they actually got visited. Now. This has happened to me personally. It's happened to us together. Uh, we wanted to just relate this because it's all good and well to hear about it. And you think, oh, this journalist, you know, got got into a little bit of trouble and they came to his thing probably because he's a high profile journalist. Mm. No, this idea of six to eight like security, um, you know, bureau people coming to your door has happened to me multiple times because of my nationality. I know it's because of my nationality, because other foreigners that lived literally in the building over from me, and they're British or whatever, they did not get that. But because I'm South African, and by the way, this is before my YouTube career took off, so it's got nothing to do with me being high profile. Yeah, it was my that's, that's when we got in trouble later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I've had that happen to me, and it's scary. And they do bring a translator, usually, who doesn't speak very good English. No, because it's nepotism. Um, yeah, exactly. But this does happen, and they always come late at night, sort of 11... 12, because that's when they know you're going to be home, yeah. right? They don't bother to set an appointment or anything. They just knock on the door, and then you've got eight, six to eight big, tall, intimidating policemen coming into your place and uh, asking for your passport, your papers, etc. So, yes, they put an exit ban on these other Australians because this is what they've been doing. I'm sure you noticed with the Canada thing with the Meng Huawei nonsense. When Canada detained uh, the Meng Princess, the Meng, okay. <laughs> Princess Meng. The, the Meng Mong, okay. What happened next was two random, well, not random, but two Canadians got detained too, all right? It's just a tit-for-tat thing. So, you know, we're going to get into why it's tit-for-tat later. But they went and they warned these guys. Um, and what actually happened was they had to hide out in the Australian consulates. Yeah. You know, one of them is in Embassy. Shanghai. Yeah. Sorry, one of them is in Shanghai. The other guy's in Beijing, right? Yeah. Okay, so they went to hide out in the, the embassy, sorry. And the embassies had to negotiate with the Chinese government and say, uh, please lift the exit ban. And they said, yes, we'll lift the exit ban as long as they have an interview with us. So then they went for these interviews and they were just basically interrogated about this woman. Yeah, you know? Hong Kong security law. Yeah, Hong Kong security law and also the relationship between... It, it's meaningless because they don't yeah. know anything about her. Of course she they don't know. CGTN. It's that stupid thing where... Um, you tell somebody you're South African or whatever, and they're like, oh, you must know Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm American, so I must know Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that, really ki yeah, that kind of thing. Bits. I guess in China, they, they, they don't have a lot of exposure to different cultures some people, outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some people, at least the people that would ask us those questions. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing. But this, is in, this gets more interesting because something's happened in Australia as well. Yeah, so maybe you can talk about that. Sure. So there was a... Uh, a bit of a takedown. The Australian government went in and I don't know the exact details, but took a lot of the iPads and even a children's tablet mm -hmm. um, and some of the things from Chinese journalists that were stationed in Australia. Right? Yes. And so this is kind of all connected. It reminds me a lot of the whole Huawei situation. Yeah, it's tit for tat diplomacy. It's like, we'll take someone from you, vice versa. But to me, it's really crazy that, um, well, it's not crazy that China acted you know in, in mm -hmm. response to this in this manner. Yeah. But this guy right here, one of our favorite people in the entire world, 
Yep. He, uh, he had a statement um, that was kind of poo-pooing on the Australian response to yeah. the tit-for-tat dis- diplomacy. I think um, it's, it's tough for the listeners at home because this has got subtitles. So we're going to play it for you guys who are watching. Then we'll just give a, a slight summary of what he oh, said. Oh, sure. Just play it all the but, way through. Yeah, but It's quick. I, I, I have to preface this, that the Australian thing had happened before this. Okay, mm. so this, I mean, what I'm saying is they'd uh, detained the Australian um, woman who worked for CGTN. Yeah. They'd gone through all this interrogation crap with the um, other Australian journalists who've now mm. been expelled. Bear in mind that there are zero Australian journalists left in China. Zero, mm-hmm. as in nil. If you take one and you minus one, that's how many Australian journalists. It's cra- are that's what I was gonna say. Is it crazy? Mm how this decoupling is actually coming into fruition. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to happen this quickly. Yeah. 2020 has been nuts. I think there's only 17 American journalists left, yeah. which for America, it's the media empire of the world. Yeah. Right. But we still have in the U.S., I believe we still have 200 Chinese journalists. Yeah. I mean, so now there are zero journalists, but in Australia now, the Australian government raided some journalists. Right. We don't they, know the motivation. Yeah, yeah. The number to check their tablets and their, their sure. this and that, and they confiscated phones and computers. Okay. So let's see what China's response with their official Ministry for a Foreign Affairs spokesman, who's such a piece of turd. Anyway, wow. let's uh, listen he's to... He's a bit of a wolf warrior, yeah. if you ask let's, me. let's take a listen to... He's a turd warrior. He's made turd out of war- turds turd shaped war- like, like a wolf. Okay. <laughs> Someone called him Jar Jar <laughs> Okay, anyway. Let's, uh, let's watch what he had to say about <laughs> Australia... Um, you know, <laughs> taking the iPads and stuff. Let's find out what yeah, it is. Disappear us out yeah. of here. Outfunk,起金,为就搜查我记者,给出合理解释。人为向我记者归还全部被扣押物品。澳大利亚政府所作所为,严重干扰中国媒体在澳正常报道活动。粗暴侵犯中国驻澳记者, 正当合法权益对记者及其家人的身心健康造成严重损害充分暴露了澳方一些人标榜的新闻自由和所谓尊重并保护人权的虚伪性他们的行动也完全不具建设性中方已经就此多次向澳方提出严正交涉我们要求
I just spit in her mouth. I love how they make they blow this crap out of proportion. Where you know in Australia it was cops coming around with the proper warrant, doing things the correct way. There's rule of law. Everything's gonna go down well. Whereas in China they like come up to your door and say you're not allowed to leave. You know you're part of a national security uh, thing, and then your embassy has to make a huge thing just to let you leave, even though you've got nothing to do with it, right? Yeah. So anyway, they go on about how it's damaging their physical and mental health, but what really it's a mental health? <laughs> what? Yeah, for the for not only the journal, journalists but their families. So it caused physical health, like harm to their families somehow because I don't know their iPad was taken. Um, this is the thing that really annoys me. What he says: this has fully exposed the hypocrisy of some Australian people. Before they who, wait, wait, that's yeah. an important line. Yeah. Because before, whenever they were talking about Australia, they would say all Australian yeah. people are all of Australia. Now he's yeah. thrown in the some. sun. Who call freedom of press and so-called respect? Uh, who call for freedom of press and respect so-called human rights? Okay. Um, and whose actions are far from constructive? So mm, let's get to this part here. Uh, we demand that the Australian side immediately stop its brutal and <laughs> rude <laughs> acts. It's rude. Here's where this is what really. How rude. This is what. Yeah, yeah. guys. This is what the CCP is very good at doing, is using Western sensibilities against Western people. Do you think the CCP gives a crap about human rights and freedom of speech? Yeah, no, sure. they don't. And you don't have these rights and freedoms of speech in China. They trample on that all the time. We've seen it time and time again. And we saw it with what happened with these, these journalists. And yet, they accuse Australia of not respecting the rights and uh, freedom of speech of their journalists. But they only do that because they know that it's going to hurt your average Western person. They're going to say, oh, wow, did we, did we do that? Did we, did we trample on their rights? Maybe we should think about this and reflect on how bad we've been to these poor Chinese journalists. Meanwhile, in China, they're detaining in black jail random people whenever they want and there's no rights there's no freedoms there's no freedom of speech to these people no visits. so why should we give a crap about what this guy thinks or about what the chinese government thinks if they don't give us the same respect i'll give you a very good response to that because you asked mm -hmm. the question All right the answer is we don't we don't <laughs> this is pure comedy to me yeah this is just absolute comedy yeah, exactly. It's like when someone can't win an argument, so they call you like a, a bigot or something. Yeah, yes. just to to make you like, oh, am I a bigot? You know, that's what they're trying to pull. Yeah, and they know it works in the Western world. You know they how know. Comedy Central used to be like pretty funny, mm -hmm. but now it's kind of like gone downhill. Mm. I recommend anyone like hankering for that old school, like really good comedic flavor, just go watch <laughs> any like foreign state, mm. uh, foreign state, sorry, state media foreign representative yeah. from China. Yeah, it's it's great stuff. I love how he says stop harassing and suppressing Chinese nationals in Australia. China, stop harassing and suppressing foreigners in China. Me as an African in China got harassed all the time. My African friends weren't even allowed to bloody stay in hotels. They got evicted. They weren't allowed to eat in restaurants. Do you understand that what you are saying is bullshit hypocrisy? You useless government. Seriously. Foreigners do not have the same rights as Chinese people in China, yet they demand that Chinese people have the same rights as Australians in Australia. Guess what? They do. 
The Australian government treats Chinese nationalists just like they would treat any other local person because it's not like your shit dictatorship that you've got over there. They actually care about people. Everybody is equal in, in the eyes of the law. Not in China. If you're a foreigner, you're not equal in the eyes of the law. You are lesser than a connected person. You're lesser than a local Chinese person. And you know it. So stop your bullshit. Amen. Woo! No, I seriously. I some gospel singers in the background. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being no, serious a, about this. Like, these, these guys piss me off because they keep, it's such a double standard hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Hmm. Anyway, I love this demand you immediately stop the brutal and rude acts. <laughs> what is this? What's yeah. so rude? You took I my iPad. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Mama, why I want iPad? <laughs> They did take like a kid's iPad though. I wonder why. Well, it's actually pretty. That'd be really clever though if you want to hide like data. You just put it in, like a kid's Yeah, exactly. Toy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like yeah. an etch a sketch. <laughs> They've written trade secrets and IP theft in the etch a sketch. Anyway, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. That was a bit. That was a bit much. But no, um, that's great. Let's uh, let's continue on, shall we? Let's have a couple. Um, we're done with that topic, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, yeah. so let's have some super chats and we're going to move into something more funny again. Sure. Why not? That was also funny. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious, but it's it's infuriating. Dude, it pisses... I go through stages, though. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, come on. Like, mm. I can't deal with it. And then sometimes I'm in the mood and I'm just like, this is just clown stuff. It is you clown know? stuff, yeah. I can't wait to read that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dion Chapman, pre-show donation for after-show drinks. Sorry, we'll, uh, we'll be driving when you're on... Uh, Oh, when you're on. Thank okay. you. Appreciate it. Well, thank we'll you very some... much. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the rerun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, dirty old sea bears. Beers on me. Keep up the work, guy. Brilliant. I hope you met both of us. I'm joking. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Sneaky Jolteon. Pokemon. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So uh, just saw uh, Winston's vids uh, with 501 and Jackie Chan's keyboard game. Have you guys right. ever wanted to do gaming videos? Much love. I'll give you a little a little treat. We did do some gaming yeah, videos. Yeah, we did. And man, did they do badly. They did. You can take a look mm -hmm. on both of our channels, I think. Turns out. I did Super yeah. Mario 10, and yeah. you did, uh, uh, what did... What did you do? I don't even remember. Yeah. But we, we did it. I, I, like, ranked a bunch of Chinese Nintendo games. Yeah, that's right. They're real bad. Yeah, it was fun. I thought it was fun, mm. but nobody nobody liked it. Um, we missed the whole gaming band. Oh, yeah, we were just yeah. too late. Mm. Um, F... <gasps> Excuse me, F Moscow too. Free Hong Kong and boycott Milan. Keep up the pressure. Yeah, I got to talk about that. My next week's video is, is about Milan. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I, I just got to tell everyone. You know, it's it's funny how this is all planned, like panned out. Because look, I'm not one of those guys who goes out and say boycott this, boycott that. But when this uh, Mulan thing started to really capitulate to the CCP, it really pissed me off. Yeah. Especially the actress when she showed support for the Hong Kong police, like yeah. hurting Said the, shame the process. On, yeah. Shame on Hong Kongers. And refused to apologize, and you know she she takes her freedoms in the West because she's an American citizen now mm. as well as being a Chinese citizen. She takes it all for granted, you know, and, and praises this authoritarian regime. I got a little annoyed with that. I'll be honest. For sure. So I was kind of just every once in a while saying, "Listen, like, you know, boycott Milan mm. on on Twitter or whatever." And then it turns out that they thanked the Xinjiang Public Security Bureau and all the the tourism board somewhere near where the those camps are the concentration camps are then it was just like okay now you're really taking the piss when you when you're watching a disney movie and they're like basically thanks to the concentration thank you camp auschwitz handlers. you know yeah we really appreciate the leadership of hitler yeah uh, otherwise we wouldn't have been able to film this yeah so exactly fantastic. it's like come on dude anyway it got me thinking i've got some tips for journalists out there <clears throat> if you are a journalist and you want to be a journalist in china because look 
We got almost arrested for doing journalism when we were shooting our documentaries and stuff. Um, no, we... Well, we were we, we arrested, were, we didn't go we were, to jail. Yeah, we were arrested, detained, and yes. interrogated and all that crap, you know, by SWAT teams and stuff. So, yeah. um, But never mind that. I thought of a fantastic way. Yeah. It's very, very easy. All you need to do <laughs> is be a small YouTuber, make positive videos about China saying how amazing China is. Then you contact places like uh, Ai Chong play, play the long game. You know, the government. The Tibetan Yeah, the Tibetan Tourist, tourist Board. Inner Mongolia, um, yeah. Xinjiang, Hainan, Hainan Yunnan. Yeah. Um, They'll pay you. Yeah, exactly. Zergong. We've actually yeah. got a lot of invites from right. way back. Because look, a long time ago, let's say five, six years ago in China, when, you know, especially when my videos were very positive, I would often get these invites. I've still Me got too. them all. I've, I've still got, a, got them all. We got them all. And they will invite you and then they let you film with impunity because the whole point of them inviting you to these different places, you know, like Chongqing or whatever, is to promote the Chinese CCP and to show the world how well the CCP has done. Look at how amazing that they've built these cities in sure. such a short and, time. And I mean, there's other non, yeah. not less nefarious reasons. Sure. It's the boast of local, local economy and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, look how amazing it is. So it's, it's kind of like a big... Um, fluff piece that you go and do and they allow you to film fly your drone do everything that you want in those specific areas because it's government sponsored right mm -hmm. and you have a government you. you've got a government minder but it's really just like the the tour leader or whatever from that that uh, government company that follows you around takes you places in buses so you can film to your heart's content you can do what you want well you can they'll, they'll let you do certain things. yeah i mean obviously you can't go and film right. like ethnic minorities being downtrodden or you can't right. go and film sure. anything that's bad but you can still go out there and film and then what you do is you film all your stuff you take all your notes like mentally or you write it down in code or whatever like and then when you get back to your own country you can write your real journalism pieces <laughs> but you see that would allow you access on a tourist visa or a business visa or a marriage visa whatever you have we would allow you unfettered access to go and report, um, you know. In yeah, all you if you need, have a journalist yeah, license, yeah. you can't do it. You can't do anything no, in China. No, that's what we found out because when we wanted to go and film conquering southern China and stuff, we wanted to get all the correct permits and stuff. Impossible. They would have just deported us. It wouldn't have even bothered. So we just went and filmed it and we put it out there and it was done. The thing that pissed me off so much is that you get these, like, we've never taken these sponsored posts because we, mm. number one, it's disinginuous because... They tell you where you can go and what you can yeah. do. There'll be some reason, the thing that they're promoting. Yeah. Oftentimes, it's a lot of scams too. They'll just go like bring you around to bars and like yeah. people overcharge to have yeah, you. I like, made a you know, video about that, like sure. travelers beware type thing. Now, mm. long story short, it's a, we always thought it was a bit disingenuous because you can't really you film with impunity in that you have a camera on yeah. you and you can yeah. go like this, but you can't go and like interact with everyone sure, and sure. get the get the real story. When mm. we were doing conquering southern and northern China. Our documentaries came off as it came off as super positive. Do you know why? Because we went and talked to real people. Yes. And that's China's nightmare. That's what they hated so much. Yeah. We didn't do anything wrong. We weren't yeah. a state security threat. We weren't going to be like, are you being persecuted? What no. Do you think about this? We were just out <laughs> using our Chinese ability and being like, this is awesome. This is actually this is away from the tourist areas. This is pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Right. And that came off. Everyone loved it. It's yeah. super high reviews and stuff. But when you see these other videos where it's like. A tourism board is paying someone to go to Hainan or something like that. Yeah. It's not that interesting. No. It's just not that interesting because no. there's no real authentic interaction when you have four Han Chinese minders watching you yeah. in the background, especially if you're in somewhere like Tibet or Xinjiang. Yeah. Just standing behind you and being like, you better not. And they like arrange, they'll arrange like someone in ethnic dress to yeah. be interviewed, you yeah. know, but yeah. <laughs> it's kind of silly stuff. But the reason I'm saying this is that journalists are so um, stifled 
in China. Yeah. Okay. Journalists are watched like a hawk because once you have that journalist visa, they know that you are a potential threat. Yes. And so they will restrict your movements. And especially now with all the tit for tat spats, you see the American journalists being kicked out. You see the Australian journalists being kicked out. But you know who's not being kicked out are the guys who go and take these government contracts to go and kind of do these fluff pieces for for the different cities, you know, and the different tourism boards. Mm. So that's why I'm saying if you wanted to be a journalist that could kind of an undercover journalist, and uh, maybe some of those guys are, who knows? But, you know, if you want to be... Yeah, I think if people you, have caught on. Yeah, that if you want to be a journalist who's got free reign all over and to be flown around on the Chinese government's dime and paid for by the Chinese government, just pretend to be one of these little YouTubers who's or influencer. You can be an Instagram influencer, uh, TikTok, anything like that. Um, and say, you know, just contact any one of these tourism boards and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm a, an influencer and I want to see, I don't know, Tibet or Chongqing or whatever. And guess what? You can go all over the place and you can, you know, see a lot and not be stifled. Yeah. So I'd do that if I was. I a mean, journalist. you're going to be told to delete a lot of stuff, but you can be sneaky about it. <laughs> Upload it to the cloud. Yeah, it's cloud, live live cloud stream. Cloud it up. Cloud yeah. it up. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. enough for that. Yeah. Um, are we going to move on to the next one or do we have some more uh, super chats? Oh, we have lots of super chats. Okay. Maybe one more before we hit our next section. Sure. Uh, 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 uh. Where are we here? Oh, Gold, Gold Radier says, uh, how do you rate Japan and its relations with China? <laughs> um, it's, it's very a poor. I mean, their relation is, yeah. it's a weird situation because um, I found a lot when I was in China that... Uh, the majority of the Chinese public really, really hate Japan. I mean, because it's... At least nominally. Yeah, at, at least they, they're taught to hate Japan, okay? Sure. But at the same time, they absolutely adore Japanese pop culture. So, you know, all the kids read um, manhua, you know, manga. It's manga, called yeah. ma manhua in Chinese. Uh, so they all read that, you know, they they watch all the anime, they watch the Japanese movies and stuff. So it's there's a, the fashions and things like that. There's a mm -hmm. lot of influence. So, and of course, Japanese cars and all that. So, you know, the thing is, there's kind of a love-hate relationship where people like the Japanese products, but hate Japanese people, yeah, yeah. you know? Like makeup and all that stuff. Yeah. The thing is, like, Japan is pulling out much of its manufacturing, so those relations will be even more strained. Now. Yeah, it's going to be worse and worse. We'll see. You know, I've got, I've got Japanese friends who... Um, still do business with China. They've yeah. got Chinese wives and yeah. whatnot, you know, and it's like I used to hang out with a bunch of Japanese guys in Shenzhen. Mm -hmm. Great, great guys. Huizhou as well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still a lot going on there. There's but, much less. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Shall we hit our next section? Sure. Okay. Worldview, guys, where we talk about everything in the world, specifically when it has to do with China. You guys want to hear a letter from an absolute mad lad? Yeah, please do this one. Okay. Let's All right. So, little context here. Yeah. The Czech Republic has this bizarre relationship because the president of the Czech Republic mm -hmm. is kind of, he's kind of pro-China, right? mm. pro-CCB. He also kind of wants Chinese investment. He's on the fence, but maybe a little bit supportive of Huawei's 5G network. Mm -hmm. He wants potentially to be at least a passive member in the Belt and Road Initiative. But the mayor of Prague, the capital of the Czech Republic, is the polar mm -hmm. opposite. He is super pro-democracy, super right. pro-Taiwan. He doesn't give a shit about what the president thinks. They don't obviously like each other very much. Sure. But he's allowed to operate with his own, his own, uh, his own morals, yeah. moral backgrounds, and his convictions within his city of Prague. Right. 
He did a diplomatic mission to go to Taiwan, which is a pretty dicey thing to do. Oh, yeah. If, if you, you want to piss, piss China off, off all you need to do is mention Taiwan. Shit. Never mind go there. That's like nailing the coffin. Yes. Yeah, so he, I mean? he goes there. He's like, got a, he got a face paint of the Taiwanese flag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his face marks. <laughs> so, oh, man. It was, he said, I want to be Taiwan. I'm, I'm Taiwanese now. Yeah. So mm. China goes ape. They're like, F you. You abs- You just destroyed our relationship. You know, you're you're gonna suffer consequences. Yeah. Things like this, and yeah, the typical backlash. Just like what we were seeing earlier, sure. where they throw these blustering, you know, wolf warrior, yeah. wolf yeah. turd things out there, saying like, you will suffer severe consequences, and that's what they said in their official statements. Right. You know. Right. So, so usually what happens is there'll be a little apology. Look at yeah. like what those airline companies did or even yeah. diplomats. Like, like, oh, we hurt the feelings oh, of the Chinese people. We, we didn't apologize. understand that we were undermining Chinese sovereignty and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not this guy. No. This guy. And I'm going to just read this for yeah, you Yeah, please do. Because <laughs> we got listeners out there. Yeah. It says, Dear Sir, that was the last time you opened your trap about the Czech Republic. Your statement is far beyond the boundaries of what is diplomatically acceptable. How dare you threaten the force, Mr. Chairman of the Senate to, of the Czech Republic, to pay a high price, you impu- impudent, thoughtless, uncouth clowns. Now listen to me well, comrade minister. The PRC will immediately apologize for the shameless threat. When I say right now, I mean ASAP. I want it on the desk of the Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Czech Republic within 24 hours. Incidentally, he shares my thoughts about this in reality, but he is... He has to hold his tongue because of the power of the pact between your no longer fully sane mercenary, Milo Zeman, and our prime minister, his co-conspirators, uh, co-conspirator, Babis. But that does not mean that you can jump on us like this. You should be ashamed, and please be aware that in the future, if there is a whiff of such a tone used again to threaten a representative of our sovereign state, you will be made to pay such a high price for being so brazen that you won't be pleased about it at all. You will not make us jump through hoops from a position of strength. And I warn you that our reaction would be the same even if you invested in us 14 times more than our friends in Taiwan instead of 14 times less. Because <laughs> Taiwan's investment is 14 times that yeah, of China. Typical. Yeah. Take a look at yourself. You will not fuck with us like that. Don't let it happen again. And yeah, send me a copy of the apology so I can file it away and drop this outrageous, unseemingly wretched diplomatic fuck-up you just displayed. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> with much feigned regards, Pavel, mayor of Prague. Yeah, that's amazing. Lad. It's absolutely amazing. Wow. It's so good. Absolutely love it. Because, you know, this is the first time you've seen a similar response to the blustering mm. that you get out of China. Because they very often have these strong-worded wolf warrior. It's called wolf warrior diplomacy. Strong-worded threats against anyone who does anything that they don't like. And everyone always capitulates or they let it slide. But we have to understand that if you're going to be part of the international stage, like China wants to be or claims to be, they're the next big superpower and all that nonsense, you need to be able to have some tact. Mm. And this is something, unfortunately, that Chinese politicians do not have. Maybe it's because they've been blocked off from the rest of the world for so long, you know, before recently opening. Or maybe it's all that communist rhetoric that's shoved into their heads day in and day out by the CCP. But they do not know how to treat people with like proper bedside manner. So it's good to see them getting a little bit of what they give out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to make a quick correction. Yeah. This guy, he's a mayor of a, a district of Prague. Right. But he, the the whole, the full mayor of Prague is yeah. also super pro-Taiwan. Yeah, that makes sense. I just think it's hilarious. It's and, amazing. And I, I can't wait to see more 
of well, this kind of what Germany said. It's not yeah. in the same vein, but they basically were like, stop. Just stop. Yeah. And it's good to see the EU, well, at least, you know, save for places like Italy and stuff. Yeah. It's good to see the EU standing up. Yeah. Because we got now we got Canada doing something. Australia's really going at it. US yeah. is definitely doing something right now. Sure. And now the EU, I mean, like, what what's next? Japan's kind of made their peace. Yeah. They're like, I'm out, bro. Yeah. yeah Taiwan's sure. made their peace. I'm out, bro. Well, China's not winning any friends. And you know, the problem is is that the rest of the world has had this olive branch held out for so long and in fact been helping China for so long, giving them, you know, so much. And yet they bite the hand that feeds them mm -hmm. constantly. I mean, opening the, the economy up in China is what saved China. You know, that's what people don't seem to understand. All the help through the joining the World Trade Organization, you know, the way that uh, people have been sending um, charities and aid and, you know, everything that's been going into China for so long, they've forgotten all of that. They don't care anymore. They just think that, hey, we're king of the hill, you know, and we're just going to say what we want and everyone else has to bow down to us. And unfortunately, that doesn't work very well. You kind of wear out your good, uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. but good you, graces. Yeah, your good graces. You wear them out and eventually people get tired of your nonsense, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's time for us to hit our Q&A. What do you think? Yeah. This is where uh, we answer your questions and you question our, our answers. answers. Yeah, totally. Zachary, mm. Liu Xiaoming, confirmed member of the Foot Clan. <laughs> yes. Because of the Foot thing. I dislike being stuck inside. Is it wrong to want payback? In America, almost 200,000 people died. And mm. we were just sad talking about this today. We're yeah. losing our minds. Oh, it's terrible. And it's hard not to be mad. We can't go to restaurants. No. You know? Sure, there are some that are open, but it's I'm irresponsible. Not going there. Yeah. You know, there are open restaurants um, and there, there are some places that are trying very hard with social distancing. No, but the thing is, the tables for all intents and purposes, life does look normal, but we can't, we know we can't participate. In sure, it. sure. It's not over. No, it's not. Um, and yeah, it, it does kind of suck that people are now pulling this whole political thing, trying to say it's Trump's fault or, you know, mm. it's like they're, they're focusing it away from the actual culprits, you know, the people that like release this virus onto the world is not Trump. You can say he handled it incredibly badly, and you know that's entirely up to you. And I would agree with you that he didn't handle it properly. But so what? Is it his fault for not handling it properly? You know, it's the person who pours the poison into the tea. It's not the person who drinks it that's at fault. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that's one thing that we have to look at and remember is that it's the CCP that caused this in the first place. Face. And don't forget that they've been through this before with SARS mm. and all that. They knew that this kind of thing happens. They got a massive yeah, this warning. This was a worse response. Yeah, it was. Well, the problem is they didn't respond at first. Hong Kong kicked their ass and they had to respond to the SARS thing. But they were supposed to crack down on these wet markets. They were supposed to crack down on any of these practices that lead to these pandemics. Guess what? They did for half a minute and then forgot about it. And then the next one was worse. And as you can see, they cracked down real hard on this in China. But now they're all having pool parties again now. Yeah, you know, that's how it goes. It's like, just psh, we're done with it. Let everything go back to normal. The you know next what? one's going to be worse. You know what you do? What? You write DC Comics about shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what you what do. What the? I'm still confused. Yeah, me too. You coffee boy. Yeah, you know, that's, that's bad for me, but I drink more coffee than anything He doesn't else. drink any water. He yeah. only drinks coffee. Yeah, it's... Is what it is. Orc Monkey 2000, our, our boy. I'm mm. assuming it's a boy. Mm. Um, some absolute fire videos the past couple weeks, my boys. I've been mm. especially grateful lately for y'all's perspective since you've been able to, uh, you helped keep my focus on US politics grounded by reminding me that everyone sucks, not just sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well said. 
Uh, Lucy Xi'an, thank you. Mm. Sammy Fei, what does Tibet, South Korea, North Korea, India, and the Soviet Union, and Vietnam and Mongolia have in common? I have no idea. Uh, Tibet, all... South Korea, North Korea, they're all in the same part of the world? No, not really. Yeah, they're all up there. I guess, yeah. They're all countries? Mm-hmm. They're all near China? I think the joke is that they're all countries. Okay. Tibet's in there. Okay, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Lucifer. Wait, Disney founded by a massive anti-Semite filmed near uh, concentration camps in China? Shocker, lol. Yeah. Uh, Gold Redeer. Have you heard the Czech Senate delegation's visit to Taiwan and the response threats mm. that China reacted with? Apparently, we crossed the red line. Yes, yeah, that's what we that. just read. That, that yeah. was really good. Lucy Sheehan, love you guys. Tests have a high false positive rate. Scientists disagree on the reliability rate. Depends on the test, by the way. Mm. Uh, CDC updated numbers show less than 10,000 people actually died from C19 in the US, not a pandemic. I, I wholly disagree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. um, that is just not the truth whatsoever. Please look it's, into it again. Look, I it's, appreciate it's it, unfortunate. Though. There are a lot of people who... No, but um, I'm not... No, you cannot deny this, guys. No, 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 no. I mean, like, especially on our car videos. I don't know what oh it is about God. car guys. But, you know, we wear masks sometimes in our car videos, especially when I went to go buy my Trans Am. Right. I wore a mask because the guy that I was buying it from wasn't wearing a mask and he was coughing. And, you know, this is in the height of the, the mm. coronavirus thing. I'm not going to take a chance. But no. they see me with my mask on. They're like, oops, face diaper, yeah. scandemic, right. scandemic. You <laughs> right. lost me at the mask. Psh, you know, all this stuff. It's like, guys, you know what? It's kind of dumb to take a chance anyway. Yeah. It's like, why would you? It's like there's sharks in the, that sea. Okay, I'm just going to cut myself and swim around. It's I don't like, care. Psh, I don't give a shit. Psh, I'm sharks. a 12-year-old. Yeah, it's like, come on. I don't care. I'm not going to wear a jacket even though it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's always that same voice yeah, guy. It's that guy. Same anyway, I mean, guy. the thing is, Let's just say it isn't as bad as people think it is. That. But let's just say, would you still not want to protect your friends and family? Or strangers, be moral. Yeah. We and know people that have died, guys. Yeah, this is yeah. We have a large audience of people that reach out. Yeah. And people have died, so. Yes. Yeah. Just uh, because you haven't been shot doesn't mean people don't get shot. No. Uh, but thank you for the, the yeah. donation. It's yeah. a good talking point. Yeah. Uh, Dadon, uh, rather than describing her as ethnically Chinese, since we know Chinese is a nationality which covers se several ethnicities rather than just one, would it be better just to describe her as Han Australian? I don't think no. people usually say that. No, and most people don't be. even know what Han is. You say, guess what? She's from from uh, mm -hmm. Ye, I think she's from Yeyang Hunan, which is that minority area. Yeah, to. yeah. So maybe the, she's not Han. Hongyao or something. No, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. I mean, the thing is, a lot of people don't even know what a Han is. Like they think what a Tula the Han, you know? <laughs> like seriously, yeah. do you know what a Han is? A Han is a it's a it's a like a subset of uh, Chinese ethnicity. You mm -hmm. know, so that's the majority in China. They're the mm -hmm. Han people. You know, it's kind of like Caucasians or whatever. Sure. You know. Uh, big text. Here's some pure American money, bros. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Dale E. Morningwood. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what's up, my... I won't say that because in that context, it's not correct. <laughs> but I did just do a video about a professor yeah. that was teaching about filler words like uh and yeah. um. And he also speaks Chinese. So he said uh, mm. the filler word in Chinese is nega, right? Yeah. And that's what, uh, it's a very, it also means that in Chinese. Yeah. And he was removed from his post for the next semester. So go check out my, my latest video. It's ridiculous, yeah. Um, did I do that right? Anyway, here's some money for a foot long. I think they're $6 now, and this will only get you 10 inches. Of $5 foot longs. Subway. Oh, it's a okay. Sale. Okay, I'll, I'll bargain them down. Uh, cool. Liberator. It pains me that my grandfather uh, fought in World War II in the Chinese Civil War, escaped to Vietnam. My father fought in Vietnam, and here I am in the U.S. Army training in the new military doctrine, peer-to-peer -peer nations, China, lol. 
Okay. Well, David, thank you for your service. Uh-huh. Indeed. Um, case closed, 93. You guys should be a guest on Tim Pool's podcast. We can rest that case. <laughs> we've, we've mentioned this every time. Thank you. Yeah, no, um, he, um, he, he, he mentions us a lot, but he never, yeah. you know, never mentions us by name. I don't think he wants the spotlight to move away from his beanie. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Maybe. Just don't kidding. be, don't take that the wrong way, Tim. It's a freaking joke. Yeah, exactly. Right? Cheer up, by the way. Yeah. Put a smile on every now and then. Have a little laugh. Try know? a different hat. Try a <laughs> Don't get mad. Stop. <laughs> Uh, Grease yeah. 112, CCP reps sound mm. like robots trying drama acts. <laughs> it's very true. Correct. Uh, X Mortis Lunar Cup, don't be rude to the CCP. They've been thrown around rude. Remember when they were uh, the furniture delivery or whatever in the, the Houston embassy when they're shutting the embassy down? Yeah, yeah. They like said that it was violent and rude the way that they moved the furniture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you are you that offended? Bully Mao, right? Yeah, so like, Mao. Shivam Rai. The CCP brainwashes Chinese people to hate Japan. Yep. They do. Why do Chinese people go to Japan as tourists anyway? Respect from Boston. Well, I, you, I think you would probably explain that after he sent that. I think you'd probably, probably understand yeah. that. The I products. mean, they, they absolutely love the products. And usually mm-hmm. uh, when people go to Japan, they they go with, like my wife included, go with empty suitcases. They, you'll have one bag that's mm-hmm. got your little clothes or whatever, but then they'll take like three empty suitcases. I never suitcases. understood that because you can buy that stuff in the U.S. and stuff. No, the same price. No, I mean, you've got oh, all those... You're coming from China, I guess. In it. Japan, they've got stores set up specifically for this, like Don Quixote and mm. stuff. You know, these big, mm. massive mega malls. It's fun. That if you're like a, a foreigner and you go it's in tax, there tax and you free. buy stuff, but oh, I hate it so much. Dude, I'd rather pay the tax. Yeah, me too, because what happens is you'll see these lines and... Okay, I'm going to be honest. The majority of them are Chinese people, but sure. lines and lines. And what happens is you go buy like stacks of lipstick or whatever it is you want, you know, and then... That's what I want. Well, yeah, totally. And then you go and you have to stand in this queue, okay, for for like about, I don't know, half an hour or something just so that you can get your tax back. Yeah. Because you pay for it first. Then you go stand in a queue as a foreigner, show your passport, you get the tax back. So that's what they do. And then they smuggle it in because when you come into China, you're not supposed to bring these goods in because you can buy them, but you have to pay sales tax, right? Mm -hmm. But they just smuggle them in anyway, and then they sell them on uh, Taobao and and whatever, you know, just kind of like ebay over there they sell them and make a profit a massive profit so you've got people that actually do this as a full-time job yeah they just Daigo. fly back and forth daigo and students that live there they, and we've talked about this yeah we've beat that to death yeah but you get it anyway. uh jonathan case way out of the news again guys on mongols by the way do you think uh, china is system systematically racist i think the nba should boycott games for the mongols uh, they won't um mm. systematically racist is a tricky one i mean i'd say it's tolerated it's not I wouldn't say racism is is in the education system. Xenophobia certainly is. Yeah, um, not not so much. Just racism. just part of society there. Sure. And you have to understand. And I don't like to make excuses for racism. No. Okay, no. but the fact of the matter is most people don't know any better because they've mm. grown up in a homogenous society. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame society. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's when you have it sucks. You see, especially if you move out of the big cities like yeah. Beijing and Shanghai and stuff. You have people that have gone their entire lives without, without ever seeing a person of a different color or ethnicity their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And that's why we, when we sometimes ride our bikes into these little villages and stuff, people are like, the, you are the first foreigner that we've ever that's nice. seen. That's nice. So, of course, you, you, you don't know how to deal with it. You didn't grow up with people of different backgrounds right. and colors and stuff. So you see someone and they're 
uh, white or black or whatever and you'll be like what the hell is that yeah, yeah. you know and they point fingers and they're like why Warren and people come to take photos and you know so you got to understand it's a different thing so I do forgive them but they are incredibly racist and if you are somebody whose feelings are hurt you, you know if you're if you're white black anything and you go to China just stay in the big cities otherwise you're gonna your soul will be destroyed sure unless you're a very open-minded person mm. Um, is that one Wanslam says is that stock footage back there or did you leave a camera running on its own for hours to make those backgrounds for the green screen cheers I got to tell you about this you see before I left China um, I had this idea a couple years back I kind of knew that this day might come that I would leave China and I wanted to capture as much as I could of everyday life so I used to go um, into the areas that I really liked kind of like the urban villages and stuff mm -hmm. And I would set up my camera and I had a kind of a rule and I made these 10 minute clips in each area, right? Yeah. And I amassed a ton of those, okay? And I've got a huge library of these 10 minute clips of just different areas. And they, some of them are in parks, some of them are in, you know, downtown areas, some of them, you know. And when I flew around to places like Beijing, Shanghai, I did that. I did, did it in Japan as well. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of these libraries. But since the pandemic and the Wuhan flu thing happened, you know, things kind of changed. Now you got people wearing masks everywhere. So as you can see what's going on behind us, this footage was taken a couple days ago by one of our friends. I basically asked some of the smaller YouTubers that I know in China, um, you know, good friends, people that we know, if they could occasionally go out and shoot like 10 minute clips, kind of con continue the tradition, use their GoPro or use their phone or whatever. And so that, gives us up-to-date footage and that's what you're seeing behind us yes yeah. thank you for that mm -hmm. um uh jonathan law i just want to know your views on brexit don't really have any i'm sorry uh, yeah um, i mean it's uh it's just one of those things i've got british relatives and mm. so you know i think i know a little bit more about it than you perhaps but it was just people were getting tired of having to deal with the eu and they you know think about it england's always kind of been a little different haven't they they kept the pound when everyone went over to the euro and whatnot so you know it's this british pride thing i guess they just wanted to be separate sure i can see it being i mean i i'm not educated by about the the whole situation well enough to say what's good and what's bad but sure. i can see why it happened anyway Darvel Long, what's your favorite Vaporwave album? Lao, I love the floral shop shirt. Yes, yeah, it's from Vapor95, mm -hmm. now a sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, I like, uh, probably my favorite is, is Macross. Macross is probably my, my go-to. And St. Pepsi is good, too. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson, save the water for the fires. Drink silver bullets instead. Yes. <laughs> and feel refreshed. Yes. How much, oh, I got Corona over here. I'm coughing my lungs out. Uh, I choked on my water, by the way. Okay, good. Um, how much of India are you guys go, hoping to explore on the first trip? What kind of uh, bikes do you think Boy's going to use? Of course, we're going to use Royal Enfields. Yeah. And oh, we're going to do a, like a lot, thing. a lot of India. I mean, I, I've been Not to India. Not but like a big trip. Mm. Yeah. But I had a very, very limited amount of uh, exploration, so I can't wait to do it properly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Calhans Johns. How hard is it to protest Mulan? It's not even good. <laughs> I'd rather watch Christopher Nolan's Tenet three times. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to do a review next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike, I have a couple of silver bullets for you guys. You're joining the, the doing the tr silver bullet stream. Yeah, I love, I love it. Makes seatbelts a... warm. <laughs> yeah. Don't we'll worry, he makes it warm by himself. <laughs> yeah, like putting an aluminium tin this in the ridiculous. microwave is a great idea. Maybe put it in a glass first. Yeah, hot water. Yeah. Uh, glass, this is uh, Pavel is the mayor. Yeah, yeah, we made that correction. Thank yeah, you. Sorry. Uh, Petr Smolik, play the video of the Czech senator in Taiwan. We'll have to dig it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll do that next next one. Sure. Jason, 
uh, for some Taiwan beer and some fruit from that sweet shui. What? The shui guo. There's a. There was a. There's no yeah. shui guo at the end over there. No, I was in a different. Oh group. yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Appreciate. It. Sorry, I'm losing it. Yeah. Uh, Orion Deschamps. Mm-hmm. Deschamps, a 18-year-old massive car and international culture lover. Nice. Driver of a 1984 Volvo. That's your favorite. What's your favorite uh, Xi'an hand pulled noodles? It's a good car, I guess. What's your favorite Xi'an hand pulled noodles? I don't. I mean, they're all good. Yeah, the yeah the Yangro lamian. Oh, you mean oh, definitely Yangro lamian yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. That means uh, lamb. The lamb, the lamb, lamb or goat. Hand pulled the noodles. Dan Ferrance, our bro, just so we're clear after CCP. Yeah. Mm. Or as the the song says, down with down the with the CCP. CCP yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm personally not down. <laughs> yeah. Min Tran, no question, just some some support. Thank you. Thank you. Andreas V, shouldn't we call for an all-in boycott? Money less important than CCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah we advocate not to buy yeah. Chinese products if you can't, if you have the choice. Yeah. Um, Dadan, I take your point about Han not being recognizable to many, but equivalenting the nationality Chinese to an ethnicity is just as technically accurate as Chinese to CCP. Yeah. I suppose that's Well, you about. know, there, there is a way to differentiate. You can say mainland Chinese. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then everywhere else, you can say, like, Taiwanese or right. Singaporean <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Sure. So you can say um, something like uh, an Australian of Chinese ethnicity. It just means, like, all of them. It doesn't mean mainland Chinese ethnicity. Right. Yeah. Correct. Uh, uh, Born on the Bayou says, bring back the original ADV shirt. Uh, please, my wife stole mine. Sure. Uh, is that the two cheats hit the clown? If it's not, the original one is actually still up there. Okay. It's on, you know, on the Teespring thing. Mm-hmm. So double check it's not that one. Sure. Uh, Ultima MLC. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Stop trying to do that, guys. They want to get us canceled. King David. I know he's just joking. Yeah, of course. King David retracted his message, but that's okay. Thanks for the, for yeah. the support. Yeah. Um, and Han W. Hi guys, great video as always. Unrelated question. I'm thinking about getting a motorcycle for the first time. Any advice for first time riders? Han W, my main man. Um, honestly, I'd probably look at those new Honda Rebels, the 500. Yeah. The 300s are just not, in, Australia is like America. It's not, you can't get a, get away with get, going on the highway with a tiny bike. Yeah. Uh, the 500 Honda Rebel I heard is very enjoyable to ride and it's very low to the ground. So it's very confidence inspiring. Get a Yamaha SR400. Or or that, yeah. The, those things. I mean, look, that it's two different kinds. Yeah, but it's classic. It looks amazing. It's well, got make your choice. It's got a decent amount of power. It's, okay. it's not too fast. It's not too powerful. But yeah. it's it's one of those like really cool bikes. So if you want style points, sure. And also the difference is when someone sees an SR four hundred, they won't say like ah, learner bike, yeah, small yeah. bike. It'll be like it's time. Well, that's why I think the five hundred for the Rebels fine. Yeah, it's true. I think choose between those two yeah. is a good yeah. option. Yeah, yeah. It's good advice. Um, cool. Uh, case closed, 93. Do you think China will build camps in Mongolia like they did in Xinjiang? I have no idea. Let me call my secret. Context. I don't think there are that many people for them to... Five million. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't put all of them in there. No. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Let's continue. Uh, okay. Hopefully cool. not. Um, last one is Orc Monkey 2000. First, y'all introduced me to Cartoon. Nice. Great. Uh, now Milk is here talking about St. Pepsi and Macross 80, 82 to 99. Massive cool points. Whoa, we're, we're pretty cool people. Orc yeah. Monkey 2000. Yeah, you know what you should do? You should check out Gunship. That's not Vaporwave. I know. I like oh, new, you new retro, new retro yeah, cartoons. Not Vaporwave cool. either. That's very true. That's a, <laughs> it is. That's a good recommendation. Check out, check out They're Gunship. Cool. Um, cool. One of one of my favorite uh, songs from them currently at present is uh, "When You Grow Up Your Heart Dies." Check it out. It's good. The music video is also really cool. 
Yeah. I'd su- my suggestion. Of no, the that's week. good. That's good. Yeah. All right. We're done. That's it. Let's get out of here. Guys, you know, we um, love you. thank you very, very much for joining us again. Uh, let's keep a close eye on what's going on here. Please, please, please. Like separate the Chinese people from the Chinese government because they're not one and the same. That's kind of what my video tomorrow is all about. Okay. Um, yeah. So stick around for that one.